And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is table. T-A-B-L-E. Really? <laughs> You'll bet your life. It's Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America, who invite you to see and drive the delightful, the lovely DeSoto for 1956. The time has come, it's very clear. The car you wanted is really here. It's delightful, it's the lovely, it's DeSoto. You understand the reasons why. For once you drive it, you want to buy. It's delightful, it's the lovely, it's DeSoto. And now, here he is, the one, the only... Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couplets. Is that right? Couplets? That's probably the French pronunciation. Oh, well, what is it? Uh, couples. Oh, couples. <laughs> George, who's first on the agenda? Well, Mrs. Pearl... Is that right, agenda? Agenda, yes. Yeah. Uh, Mrs... What does that mean? A uh, list. I've got a little agenda from Gilbert and Sullivan, would you say? That? <laughs> <laughs> someday it may happen that a victim must be found. I've got a little agenda. That doesn't make list. sense. No. List. A roster. Oh, a roster. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a... Isn't that a male chicken, a roster? <laughs> I... <laughs> you know, Franz Liszt, when he was born, that's what his mother was saying. I've got a little list. I've got a little list. <laughs> Mrs. Pearl Runyon and Mr. Charles Pierce are waiting to talk to you, Groucho. Uh, folks, you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Day. We'll say the secret word, and you each take home an extra $50.50. It's a common word, something you would normally find around the house. Now, let's see. Pearl Onion and Charles Pierce, eh? Pearl, I'll start with you. Uh, where are you from? Uh, from the great state of Kentucky, Groucho. Born in Belfry, Some moonshine is out front, I think. <laughs> what was that again? Give me that. I was born in Belfry, Pike County, Kentucky. Pike County, Kentucky, huh? Yes, sir. Are you married? I'm single, Groucho. You're single, Groucho, huh? <laughs> well, that's certainly a new state of matrimony. <laughs> what uh, sort of business are you in? Well, I'm in politics. Are you a Democrat or a Republican? Oh, I'm a Democrat. In that case... Uh, There they are, the same moonshine is applauding. <laughs> How long have you been in Kentucky politics, uh, Pearl? Well, I have held uh, office 22 years. Well, what is your job in state politics? 
Well, presently, I am state treasurer of Kentucky. State treasurer? What are you doing this far west? <laughs> are you skipping to the South Seas? Well, well, forget those mad plans and fly with me to Alaska. <laughs> we'll have a little love nest made of $10 bills. What are you doing in Hollywood, Pearl? Well, one of the things, I have been asked to commission you, a Kentucky colonel by Governor Lawrence Weatherby, Gratto. Me, a colonel? While visiting here in Hollywood, yes. Isn't a colonel the inside of a nut? <laughs> <laughs> Why me? What have I done for Kentucky, other than staying out of the state? Oh, well, you've given a lot of people a great deal of pleasure in oh, Kentucky by your... Program. By the program. Uh, well, does this give me any and special privileges if I should come to oh, Louisville yes. or Lexington or Cute, Frankfurt? Yes. Or, well, what are we waiting for? Let's get busy on that state treasury, eh? <laughs> <yeah? laughs> Your name is, uh, let's see, uh, Charles Pierce, huh? Eh? Yes, sir. Are you one of the Pierce brothers? Uh, no, I'm not one. You know, you know who the Pierce brothers are? Yeah, they were the undertakers. Well, they, they still are, I imagine. That's not a dead issue yet, you know. Not the same line of business. I correct people's health and make oh, them look younger. Oh, I see. Even they get old. Oh, well, that's very... How old are you, Charlie? Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. Are you proud of your age? Yes, indeed. Well, I guess Having you should... Having health. I guess you should be, huh? Eighty-nine is an age to really be proud of. That's the difference between a man and a woman. If a woman were 89, she'd say she was 56 and be ashamed of it. <laughs> Why did you come to Hollywood, Charlie? Were you sick of fresh air? No. <laughs> I came here for my health. You came for your health? What an optimist, eh? <laughs> Obviously, you don't know much about California. How long have you been here? 55 years. Well, that's a great tribute to our climate. You must have been living in an airtight jar for the last 55 years. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I presume you're both familiar with this game, huh? Yeah. We start you off with $100, and if you miss a question, you lose half of your bankroll. And we only want one answer between you on the answers. Now, you selected American history. And uh, remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. $70. $70. From what country did the United States originally obtain the Philippine Islands? Um, Spain. Spain. Spain is right. You now I have $170. Now what are you going to go for? Eighty. Eighty. $80. President Jefferson bought some land from Napoleon that eventually became Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Nebraska, and parts of nine other states. What was this important acquisition called? Louisiana. Louisiana Purchase. Louisiana Purchase is right. You now have $250. What do you want to try now? Little one or a big one? Mm -hmm. 90. 90. In 1801, one of the Barbary states declared war on the United States for refusing to pay tribute to their pirates. What Barbary state was this? Mm -hmm. One answer now. What was the name of the Barbary state? Spain. No, it was Tripoli. You lost half your $250. You will now have $125. All right. You're still in good shape. Shall we see $100? $150? Or 100 
The first direct tax levied by England on her American colonies was a tax on newspapers, almanacs, pamphlets, and legal documents. What was this objectionable act called? T, T Act, T, Embargo on T in the Massachusetts. Give us an answer. T. No, I'm sorry, Charlie, you were flirting with her, but it was the Stamp Act. They dumped the tea in the harbor, but this was the Stamp Act. You wind up with $62.50. Well, I'm sorry you didn't win more. Thanks mm -hmm. and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Thank you. And a happy new year. A penny saved is a penny earned. Well, that's something to remember today when you're about to buy a new automobile. You don't want to waste money. You want to get the most for every penny you spend. That's why we dare you to compare the medium-priced DeSoto with cars priced $2,000 higher. We want you to compare every DeSoto feature with the most expensive cars and see for yourself how much more value you get in a new DeSoto for so much less in cost. Compare DeSoto's tremendous power, thrilling flight sweep styling, sensational push-button driving, full-time power steering and power brakes with any car on the road. We're sure you'll be as enthusiastic as we are in saying DeSoto is your best buy for 1956. And right now, because of DeSoto's record-breaking sales, you can get a terrific price deal at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Tomorrow, compare DeSoto with cars priced $2,000 higher. Drive and price a DeSoto before you decide. You understand the reasons why For once you drive it, you want to buy It's delightful, it's the lovely, it's the sort of uh, Groucho, we have a young married couple for you now They're Mr. and Mrs. Horn So, uh, folks, you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx Welcome to your bets of life Say the secret word and take home an extra $101 It's a common word, something you find around the house Mr. and Mrs. Victor Horn, eh? Victor, what kind of a name is Horn? Well, it was originally Dutch. It was Van Horn. Oh. They well, cut off the van. I so see. Makes it English now. I see. You're an English horn, huh? <laughs> That's something like a French horn. Now, I guess it's more like an oboe, isn't it? <laughs> Noise, I think. <laughs> what is your face name? Louis Armstrong? <laughs> <laughs> it's Lorraine Horn. Lorraine, huh? Sweet Lorraine, is that you? Well, I don't know. Then I'm in a position to say Okay, that's a very nice position you're in. <laughs> Do you call her Sweet Lorraine now? Uh, no, I never call her Sweet Lorraine. But she's sweet in any case. Yes, well, she looks sweet. That's a fairly marked accent, uh, Lorraine. Are you from the South? Uh, yes, from Johannesburg, South Africa. Johannesburg? Well, mm -hmm. you, you see, I could tell you were from the South. <laughs> <laughs> Just happened to be South Africa, that's all. <laughs> How old are you, uh, Victor? I'm 24 years old. Lorraine, would you mind telling us your age? I'm 24 years old. 24. Right? How long have you two been married? Laurie? How much? 16, 16 months. months? Mm -hmm. Could you tell us how you met this dish, uh, Mr. Uh, Horn? Yes. I was invited to a party to a mutual friend of ours, and uh, that's where I met her, at the party. Well, you went there without a girl? Yes. I, I went there with the intention of picking up a dish. <laughs> well, what, were you a waiter? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was a fireman at the time. You were a fireman? Fire you climbed fire. in the window and met her? Uh, no, I was invited. Oh. 
what are you and Vic doing here in California? We started out on an extended honeymoon. On a honeymoon? Mm -hmm. Well, the idea is there's about three men to every woman back home, so the only thing I could do was pack her up and take her out of the country. <laughs> you say that there are three men for each girl? Approximately, yes. You hear that, all you single girls out front? <laughs> There's a boat lease for South Africa in about 30 minutes. <laughs> well, would you say the percentage was the other way in this country? Well, according to uh, statistics we have read, it's about three women to every man. In this country? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, some miser is holding out on my quota. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's play you bet your life and see how much you can win. In the race for the $1,000, the first couple won $62.50. And the secret word is table. Did anybody explain the rules to you? Yes, sir. And if you must go back to South Africa, I, I hope you leave Larry here. <laughs> you selected the dictionary quiz, and remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. Don't you think she's pretty? I uh, certainly do, yeah. Well, look at her. Uh, I'd been looking at her out there. <laughs> <laughs> you can admire her hair, too, you know. Despite the fact that you're married, I'm sure your wife couldn't object to that. You're allowed to look at girls, aren't you? Well, this is the part of the show she sees, though, uh, when I'm out here, you see. I see. <laughs> this is why you're cagey, is that it? <laughs> Up until now, yes. <laughs> Would you be offended if Laurie kissed uh, Mr. Fenneman? <laughs> oh, uh, yes, I think I would. <laughs> Thank you, I guess. <laughs> well, I just meant a kind of a brotherly brush on the cheek. I didn't mean a... It's these brothers I took her away from back in South Africa. <laughs> well, George, give me the dollar you promised me. Then. <laughs> Come on now. Nobody will believe me now. <laughs> Don't say I didn't try, George. You, you certainly have. <laughs> Boy, I never worked hard in my life for a dollar that I didn't get. Huh? <laughs> All right, uh, you know, one answer between you on every question. Now, what do you want to start with? Seventy dollars. Seventy dollars, huh? What is ledger domain? L E G E R D E M A I N. Ledger domain. Talk it over. How do you spell it again? I doubt if I could, but it's L E G E R D E M A I N. Ledger domain. You rascal. Sounds like something legal. No, it's it's sleight of hand, magic. It's a very common word. Well, you still have fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. Now, what are you going to go for? Um, 60, 80, 90, 40, 60. Sixty. What is another name for a merry-go-round? Uh, carousel. That's right, carousel or whirly gig. You now have one hundred ten dollars. All right. What do you want to try now? Okay, let's go. How much? Eighty. All right. What do you call the V-shaped tray or trough used to carry mortar or bricks? A trestle, is it? Trowel, trowel. To carry mortar or bricks? V-shaped. <laughs> well, it's hard. H-O-D. Oh, you yeah. never hear of a hot carrier? You now have $55. <laughs> well, you still have another chance. What do you want to try? 
Maybe make it high 90. 90? Yeah, okay. All right. If a philatelist collects stamps, what does a numismatist collect? Numismatist, that sounds... <laughs> well, it sounds like coins. But... It is right, coins. Don't go any And you wind up with $145. We want you to certainly get as far as Burbank. Thanks, and happy <laughs> happy New Year from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Thank you I'm sorry you weren't here Oh, Groucho, Mrs. Uh, Verna White and Mr. Eugene Mariani are waiting to talk to you. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx? Welcome to the DeSoto Plymouth Dealer. Say the secret word, and you'll divide $101. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Verna White and Eugene Mariani, eh? Verna, I'll start with you. Where are you from? Well, I was born in Chicago, the north side of Chicago. That's those bootleggers again out there. <laughs> you were born in Chicago? Uh-huh. Why did you come to California, Vanya? Did you fall for all that double talk from the Chamber of Commerce? Well, I thought the rooms would be large, and it would be a chance uh, for us to manufacture our large king-size beds. Now, just a moment. You see, you think the rooms are larger here than they are in Chicago? I think so. Why? How did you well, arrive at that conclusion? I think there's more space here. Well, you mean in the home or in the street or where? All over. <laughs> All over. Uh-huh. All over the street. Huh? Uh-huh. Well, what kind of beds do you make? Well, uh, we own White and Pebbly Company. Uh, we're manufacturers of the large king-size beds. You make All a living uh, making king-size beds? All different That's rather a limited beds. field, isn't it? How many kings are there left? <laughs> Why don't you just try making ex-king-size beds? One bed big enough for Farouk would set you up for life. <laughs> What is the difference between a king-size bed and an ordinary run-of-the-mill bed that uh, we peasants sleep in? Well, uh, the king, uh, the full-size, regular full-size bed is uh, 54 inches wide and uh, 70 inches long, and the king-size is 6 foot wide and 7 in, uh, foot long. You know, with a bed that size, I'd be exhausted just crawling to the edge to put my slippers on. <laughs> what are some of the unusual beds you've constructed, Verna? Oh, we've made round beds, oval beds. Is that for clothing. squares? Uh, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> we've made beds with toasters in them and well, hi-fis and TVs built in and come up. You have a toaster in the bed? And then we've uh, we made a piano-shaped bed for Liberace. Liberace? Who is Liberace? <laughs> He plays the piano. <laughs> He's a marvelous artist. <laughs> plays piano in bed? I don't understand this. Where does he play this piano? I don't know. I, all over. Everywhere. <laughs> all over the bed he plays a piano? <laughs> Your beds are certainly complete. Um, you've got everything in there except a mattress. <laughs> we have the mattress, too. Well, Viner, you crawl into one of your creations and take a nap while I get acquainted with your partner here, huh? Your name is Eugenie Mariani? Yes, sir, Gracie. Eugenie, eh? Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty fancy moniker you've got there, isn't it, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, Groucho, I usually go under the name of Gypsy Jean, uh, is what I'm referred to. Gypsy Jean? Yes, sir. Well, uh, uh, what is this based on? Huh? Well, uh, being a gypsy all these uh, 20 years that I've been living this life, uh, that's why I call myself Gypsy Jean. Mm-hmm. You sound more like Pinky Lee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
What kind of a job have you got, Gene? Oh, right now I'm just working for a parking lot attendant and, and entertainer. Parking lot uh, attendant. attendant and entertainer. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a peculiar combination, isn't it? Uh, well, what do you do? Do you entertain in parking lots? Uh, <laughs> no, right now uh, I am the mayor of Muscle Beach. Oh, well, you must spend a lot of time sleeping if you're a mayor, aren't you? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, Would you I... be interested in a private king-size bed? <laughs> yes, Groucho. Well I, well, well, I have the whole beach and I have the stars above to sleep in. You have the stars above, huh? Yeah, to look at. That may be true, but her beds over here have uh, TV sets, hi-fi, coffee makers, and toasters. What has your bed got? Uh, Grunion's uh, Groucho. <laughs> I can't argue with that, Gene. That's one thing I've always wanted to do, go grunion hunting in bed. <laughs> well, and uh, you're one of Southern California's nature boys, eh, Gene? Uh, yes, sir, Groucho, I am. We had a nature boy on our show last year. I don't know whether you saw him. Yeah, I know. He's he... my buddy. Oh. <laughs> he said he slept out in the open and just ate nuts and berries. Is that what you do, eat well... berries and nuts? Groucho, I eat grass and, gr- and drink grass juice. Well, how many quarts do you give a day, huh? <laughs> and I eat uh, kelp and make kelp salads and raw fish. Raw fish, eh? That's right. I got that sounds terrible unless you happen to be a garbage disposal. <laughs> well, Eugenie, I have, uh, I've never tried a seaweed salad. I, I always order a seaweed sandwich when I go into one of those beach places. You're fairly normal for a nature boy, Eugene. <laughs> Thanks, I, Roger. Compliments. Well, you know, I always thought you fellas wore a bushy uh, beard and, and sandals. Isn't that standard outfit for a yeah. nature boy? Yeah, but now I'm uh, now I'm now I'm civilized, Groucho, and I'm uh, some girl came into my life and made me civilized. You've fallen in love? Well, yeah, that's what you call it. <laughs> what a shame! Just when you were enjoying life. <laughs> Well, two can live as cheaply as one, especially if you're eating seaweed salads. You know? <laughs> Just cut down on the mayonnaise, that's all. <laughs> well, we're going to play you bet your life. You both know how to play this game? Yes, sir. In the race for the $1,000, the second couple is leading with $145. Now, you selected the musical category. These are all top tunes of the last 20 years. Remember, the more the questions wait, the harder it is. Now, you can start with 10, 20, all the way up to 100. What are you going to start with? A hundred. A hundred. All right. Bike and Van Heusen composed this song in 1940. Give me the title of it. Okay, uh, Jack. Sorry, Groucho. I don't think I know that one. Well, I don't know it either, but it's imagination. Well, that's a difficult question, but that's a lot of money, uh, Gene. Well, you still have $50. Okay, sir. All right. Now, what do you want to try this time? 90? 80? 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. Sorry, Groucho, it's my fault. <laughs> no. Well, I'm sorry, but it, this isn't too hard. It's, I can get along without. I get along without you very well. 
You uh, now have $25. $25. And <laughs> a song, uh, what are you going to go for? 80 uh, What do you want to play? <laughs> you want your dead anyhow. You might just want to go for 80 yeah. All right, 80 All right, this song was popular in the early part of 55. Now, this is real current. Now, you ought to know this. Give me the title of it. I should know. One of you should know it. to get him a song of 1956. I'm sorry, Groucho. Well, it's sincerely. Sincerely. You now have 1250. Oh, well, well, let it go. Well, <laughs> we just will go to 70, I guess. Huh? Yes. Okay. You're sunk anyhow. Bob Wills wrote this Western song that was popular a few years ago. You give me the name of it. Okay, Jack. <laughs> no. No, I'm sorry. It's San Antonio Rose. You uh, you wind well, up with uh, six dollars and twenty-five cents. Eugene, I'm sorry. I'm going to give you one question. You get it right, and we bring your winnings up to twenty-five dollars. Are you ready? What color was the old gray mare? Green. Green is right. Get the money. Yeah. And a happy new year for the Soda Plymouth Dealers. I'm sorry you didn't win. And that means that Mr. and Mrs. Horn, with $145 in just one minute, get the chance at the $1,000 question. And here's the winning couple, Groucho, Mr. and Mrs. Horn, all set for the $1,000 question. Well, here they are, back from Africa. Here we go for $1,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help from the audience. For almost 600 years, the Turks ruled a vast empire that was broken up at the end of the First World War. For $1,000, what was this Turkish empire called? You don't know, guess. Tunisia? No, it's the Ottoman Empire. I'm sorry. So that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, they lost the big money. How much they win the quiz? Uh, $145 in the quiz. Well, I'm sorry. You didn't win more. Congratulations and Happy New Year to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Thank you. Tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Mark Show, when the big question will be worth $1,500. Don't miss the Chrysler Corporation's big TV show on another network. And don't forget Groucho's television show, brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America, who invite you to visit your neighborhood showroom tomorrow to see and drive the delightful, the lovely DeSoto for 1956. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... It's delightful, it's the lovely, it's the soda. Folks, here's a reminder.
reminder from the National Safety Council. Watch for ice patches on seemingly dry pavements, especially around curves, beyond hill crests, on bridges, and in shaded spots. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jack Meekin. This is George Fenneman signing off for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. You Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-'em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.